0: Hello, Mr. Craig. Well, hello, Mr. Jason. Good evening.
1: So, going into season number two. Ooh, season
0: two, season two, season two, season two. Let's talk
1: a little bit about
0: hiring.
1: Ooh, I like it. It's one of the pillars. It is one of the pillars. And we're going to get into a couple more pillars in the next couple episodes. Mm. But let's get deep with higher. I do. T- 10 minutes deep. I did. Yes. 10 minutes deep and four seconds wide.
0: I'm starting the clock that started 45 seconds ago.
1: Hiring. So here's something that we always have said in the past, which is hiring is the exact same thing as prospecting. Yep. It's incredible. Like every part of it is. Yep. Whether it be the amount, a pool of people that you need to start prospecting to get them to into the funnel yeah of booking those calls right interviewing See. those people going all the way down to hiring
0: yep i think that as agents we come with the wrong the wrong approach and we don't mean to mm. right we we're putting out a million fires it's all day long, it's a million things are happening and we're learning and oh no, now we got to hire people or we got to hire people because the person that we hired before didn't work out. And and so we do it without a process in hand, right? And we're also not thinking about that whole funnel. And I think it's very, very, very important to lay that out, right? You just have to put right. it out and understand the numbers behind the funnel and you also have to understand what your goal is of that funnel. So traditionally, I think this is what happens a lot, and we've seen it, and I've done it, and you've done it, where you are you you don't have you don't really have any framework for the interview. You're you're right. just going you're just going shooting from the hip. Hey, look, I'm gonna use my gut. I can't. I could if I had a dollar for every time somebody said, "I don't need an assessment," or "I don't need a process," or "I don't need a list of questions." Because I know I hire with my gut. I would love to hear how that worked out. Because anytime I did it, it didn't work out. Because unfortunately, you tend to like everybody, right? Unless they just are 100% terrible. But usually, they're on their top of their game at the interview. So So let's even take
1: 10 steps back further. Let's go backwards. Right? Let's go. What usually happens? At least this was what happened in, I think, both of our agencies in the past. You... Have a staff. You're usually maybe a little understaffed, but yep. right around where you need to be. Usually, so and so leaves your agency. Oh my gosh, it's panic time because, panic. yep. And then all of a sudden, you're willing to hire anybody with a pulse and a license. Yep. Right. So then, whoever is willing at that point, you will get in the office. Then what happens? And you've narrowed you your market too, that, right? Uh, they're not that good. But you've invested time with them. You keep them at the office too long, and then it starts the whole thing over again. They leave panic mode. You get the next, the first person available. Yep. Right.
0: Yeah. And it's and interesting. You're going, you, and you set that qualifier, right? I. Yes.
1: So, <laughs> Whoa, that yeah, cut so, out. Panic. Yeah. Lightning, so lightning. panic, panic, panic mode. Right. Uh-huh. And then that process just keeps going. But we know that, A, you have to have a process, and that's what yep. we were just talking about prior oh, to that, yeah. is, is is just having a process. But then the process is very similar to to just the prospecting process. Yes. So I just wanted to, I don't know if anybody else has felt like that, where you're on that panic, you're willing to hire anybody type thing. And that's right. horrible. There's too many people out there that are awesome to, to use that method. Because what happens with that method is that you're guaranteed to not have much success.
0: You're going to go through it again. As much as you hate this process, you're setting yourself up to have the process happen again.
1: Right. Yep.
0: And yeah, it, it's, it, it could be super frustrating and agents will also pigeonhole themselves into, you said it, look, they've got to be licensed. If they're licensed, Oh, that's a big win. It's like, no, it's yeah. a big win. If that licensed person happens to be good. And and typically if they're really good, they're not looking. Nobody's letting a, yep. a, a solid, well trained sales killer that has a license go.
1: So let's get in the weeds of the process. What's the first thing you got to do to hire? It's it's the first thing. I'm not going to set you up, Craig. <laughs> Avatar. <laughs> well, I was ready. Yeah. You, you, you're right.
0: You got to put the movie on. Person. Look at those big blue people.
1: And that's exactly who you want to hire. Yes avatar.
0: <laughs> Not that avatar, a marketing avatar.
1: Yeah. Right. So, so who's that perfect person in your agency? What qualities do they have? Where, yeah. what, what are those things that you've, okay, let's say you were a newer agent and you worked at uh, Sears before. Hey, you haven't been employed in a while because <laughs> Sears closed down a while ago, but who are those people that you worked with that were awesome? What did they do? What were those traits? Write them down. Right.
0: Or you went somewhere right? That had a salesperson, and you actually enjoyed that conversation,
1: right? You're Which is probably a crawl. better route than the sales. Any, any
0: anything, right? Because because they're anywhere. Your top salesperson yep. right now. What did they do before?
1: Oh, I worked at Albertsons, in the in the, the Deli butcher department, meat department. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, it's it's so, but but he had those traits. You know, I'll, I'll never forget. What did he say? We talked about, you know, how, how he handles object, objection, not objections, but how he handles like letdowns and stuff like that. And the way he described was exactly the way I wanted to hear somebody describe when they get let down on the phone and stuff. I said, you know what, if he has that kind of strong mental attitude towards, towards that scenario, then I knew right then he has what it takes. So it's it's creating that that avatar. Do you know who my top um, top one is? Interrogator, right?
0: No, she's number two. So interrogator mm-hmm. was number two, and I and I did do the push off on her. I said, I don't think that you're going to be good at this. Love that. Yeah. And I wanted her to be good, but I I said it, yeah. and she said, and she came right back at me. She goes, No, I know I'm going to be good because I don't give up. So I will be good at this. If I'm not good at it, I will become good at it. Which was brilliant, and she's she's consistently over 30k. But my number one my number one producer, yes. she did customer service on the phone in a call center for for UPS or FedEx, it was one of those, for 20 years. 20 years. And then wow. she worked at another agency that they they wouldn't move her up. So they just kept her telemarketing. But she stuck it out for two years telemarketing, Mr. Jason, two years. So wow. those two prior experiences told me that she's persistent. And the thing that I think is the most challenging and most difficult to find that you have to look for in everybody is persistence and consistency. Because that's what this job right. is all about. That's 100%. Anybody can get a license. That's the easy part. I mean, they give them to you now because of the COVID. You could just get, a, get one without even taking the test. So that's important, right? And then you can train them on how to sell. You give them the script. All they got to do is memorize it right? Yeah. That's it. I hijacked it, Mr. Jason. You did. I love it. I So love now it. I, I jumped ahead earlier then you went back 10 steps back. So let's talk about that interview.
1: The interview. So the interview, it's aligning the questions to find your avatar, aligning the questions to really uncover if this person is the type of person that you want there. So here here's one thing that I used to do. I used to ask people what, what what questions do I ask in the interview? Then I take their questions and ask the questions. I didn't even really know what I was looking for answer wise. Well, I kind of like that answer. You know, yeah. that was just it. That's almost what I would say. Well, that seems like a great answer. I mean, I, I understand why they'd answer it that way. Right? But, there's, but it wasn't real thought out in the sense right. where it's like I'm asking questions. And if they answer it this way, then this is good. And if they answer it this way, then this is bad. Like you, you know what I mean. You almost need to start with the answer, then figure out the question, and then ask them and make sure they arrive. Yeah, work backwards. But there's a,
0: a, and I think the a big focus needs to be on putting them in situations. Not, not. Hey, where do you see yourself in five years? How much did you write last month? All this stuff they're gonna make up. You know, but tell me about a time at a previous job where you had a deadline, you were behind. What was your mind like? What did you do? What did you do to make sure that you could hit it? Right. Other situational things. You have a conflict with a worker. How did you handle that? Yep. What's your favorite swear word? Remember (laughs) that one? That was a good one. (laughs) I actually like that because I I told them they need to start asking that at my agency because they're in there like sailors.
1: Yeah, and it's almost like you want to ask those questions you want to you know so th- that's one like section of it right yeah. then one section of it is you want to talk them like sell them on the agency what are the benefits of them working at your agency right sell them on it and when once after you sell them on it you want to tell them well most people don't make it because they're not willing to do all these things and you y- it's almost like then you unsell them on it yeah sell them unsell them and see if they stick yeah And it's, it is in both people's best interest because if you have all the benefits, then all the things that suck about your agency, you're laying it out there. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're putting your best foot forward, but then you're also putting your worst foot forward so that they see it all. It's very transparent. And based on the questions that you've asked of your avatar, if they've answered those questions correctly or in the ballpark of what that perfect person looks like. You combine that with the benefits of your agency, with the negatives of your agency, and what they think about it so far. And then give them a definitive time that you might want to do a follow-up interview before before you offer them anything. But when you do offer them anything, give them a definitive time to call back in and give you an answer. I love that one because it shows if they're going to show up to work on time or whatever, right? Yeah. And then, and then the assessment. And why an assessment? Why a specific assessment? Why any assessment?
0: Well, you just want to get a – you want to have a benchmark because if you have your top producers, they all track a certain way. You want the people to have the same
1: sales strengths. Yep. And that's it. That's a very – that's a – those are – now you have quantifiable data by those lists of of questions that you ask based on your avatar. You have the – benefits and negatives to your agency. So it gives them enough data. And then you do a, like a, an assessment that you're giving to everybody with the same questions so that you have a comparable data to compare all of your candidates against.
0: 100%.
1: And I think that once you have all those things, it's doing the funnel. It's doing exactly what we do with the with our leads which is, and this was my benchmark when I was doing a lot of hiring Did for the, the last agency. Here. Same 60, numbers. Yep. Same numbers. Took 60 people booking that interview call to get 20 people to show up. And then out of the 20 people, you pretty much found one person.
0: Yeah. But Jason, how am I going to do that? That's crazy. You have to automate some of it. You have to.
1: You You can buy a Calendly account.
0: You can buy Calendly for 10 bucks a month or 20 bucks a month. I think they even have a free one. Right? You book this
1: link. Book this link. Set that up.
0: Only a third of them are gonna show up.
1: You don't even need Calendly. You can just do Zoom call. Yeah. Sign up directly to Zoom. Even better. Make it simple. And I like the group interview. Fill the yeah, the group interview is the genius one because it saves you and your agency time. And just fill that pipeline. Make sure that every single day somebody's getting at least two people booked for those calls, right? At least two people a day or four people or what? work backwards how many hires you need based on those numbers and work backwards with the amount of time that you have left and business work days. And so you know exactly how many people you need to book a day on those Zoom calls to hire that person.
0: But you work if you work that formula and you do that process, you will get a good candidate. It's just a great what, candidate. But doing five interviews and then saying, oh, people all suck. There's nobody good in my market. Well, no, because you did five. It's the same as, yeah. as calling five internet leads one time. You're not going to sell anything.
1: And always look for unlicensed people, too, because people are excited to leave their industry, whatever it may be. Whether it be the grocery store or FedEx or UPS or whatever, doesn't matter. They're leaving it. They want something new. They're excited. They're going to yeah. put their best foot forward. They're not burnt out. So yeah. just you know, be open minded to that. If you need to look for people that are licensed too, just be open minded to unlicensed people. I guarantee you, you're going to find some yeah. people with amazing personalities too outside the industry, and it set them up for success. Buy more leads yep. than anybody, have more telemarketers,
0: have a better system. Do the whole thing. If you do the whole thing right, they have no incentive to leave. If you create the situation where they're going to write more business than than they would anywhere else, why do they want to leave? Love it. Create the culture. Mic drop. Mic drop it. I don't want to drop it, though. Drop It'll it. costs too much. This is a cheap one. Right. But, but that's a good one. I like that one. It is. It really works well.
1: Well, that's it. That is the insurance dudes leading up to episode 300 and season 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 two.
0: Season two, season two, season two, season two, season two, season two, season two.